I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hey, Sarah, so good to see you. Good to see you too. So I, I've been wanting to tell you this. Uh, I, okay, and it, it, it was triggered because you posted a photo of your car the other day with the rainbow with the rainbow beautiful it was just trying to you know highlight how awesome your car is <laughs> so there is a pink car same model as yours uh-huh. in a town nearby and the there's a vanity plate that says stay rad <laughs> and every time I see this car I'm like oh Sarah and I'm like no not Sarah but it makes me think of you Oh, that's awesome. I want to get a feisty license plate. Like I've been meaning to for like two years. Cause I'm like, why would I not? That's a good business move. But I just like, it's like things like that, that always get shoved down the to-do list because it's not like that's, I mean, it's called a vanity license plate for a reason. <laughs> it's like a non-essential part of my life, but like someday I'm going to just like, I'm just going to be like, annoyed that I haven't done it yet and just go and get my feisty license plate I'm I'm actually surprised that uh they exist in Canada because it seems like it's a very humble country yeah Something like a vanity plate it just doesn't it doesn't seem Canadian to me <laughs> it's I don't know how much it costs down there like it's only like a hundred bucks here or something I have no idea yeah so it's not like it's funny that it's like a vanity plate but literally almost anyone could get it like it's not really a you know, whereas I know, like I used to live, well, as, as people know, I lived in the Middle East when I was younger. They have a hilarious thing. It's like a status symbol, how few numbers your license plate has. So like, if you're like, so literally like the, sh- the head shake of the country will have like number one. Oh, wow. Right. And if you're like connected to the Royal family, you might have like 18 or like, if you're a cousin, like, so, and like normal people have like five or six digits on there you know so if you have four then it's a certain status and then three there's like really like a good yeah hilarious um anyway I kind of think it's become more common a little bit to have like I'm like why not you know it's kind of like having a pink car it's like this is how I feel about it now is that like at at first it's like if I don't want to do something if I want to have a pink car right I don't want to do something like to be flashy but if I want something and other people are going to perceive it as flashy, I'd also don't want to not do it just mm. because of how it's going to be perceived. So, um, well, well, I have to say like the stay rad, it just, it makes me happy. So it, like, it's very, it's very fitting for that pink car to have a vanity plate. I love that. So go I love for that. it. I, I, you need a feisty plate. <laughs> Someone at CrossFit told me that they, with their kids, they play a game where it's like, if you get points, if you see certain cars around Victoria, but you have to get like, you have to get like a picture evidence, whatever. And one of the, like the t- very top scoring cars is like my car. <laughs> like, <there's- laughs> 
<laughs> there's two pick cars here in Victoria as far as I know anyway and so she was like she was like oh I just like by default now win because all she has to do is show up at CrossFit at the same time as me <laughs> she That's gets awesome. like the top scoring car so between that and your daughter writing or, or her friends writing an essay about why you're cool because you have a pink car you're kind <laughs> of like a Victoria celebrity because of <laughs> your car I'm the other, my other favorite thing is like the way young children react like girls who are like before they reach that stage where they're too shy or too self-conscious to wave you know like a seven-year-old girl like sometimes driving by and she'll just be waving like just crazy jumping up and down you know and I like I love that that's my favorite thing <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> I'm like hi children <laughs> I, I feel like I need to up my game with the, the joyful car. Mm-hmm. It's very boring. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has actually been like shockingly fun to drive around in a pink car. Like, I think I, you know, I over like quickly overcame the like self-consciousness of like people looking at you because you're in a pink car and then like, God, you know, and, and since then, like wrapped cars have become more popular over the last couple of years. So there are people who like really, you know, people like with gold wrapped Corvettes driving around, you know what I mean? Like where it makes mine look like a piddly little thing, like, you know, so I'm like, I'm not driving a gold plated Corvette. So it's all good. I love it. <laughs> Although power to the person with the gold Corvette, like oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. fine by yeah. me too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Watch it be like some little old lady. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Um, okay. Um, so coming up on the show, uh, we're going to celebrate our actual 200th episode. We have a voicemail from a listener. We're going to hear all about Sarah's race winning weekend, my CrossFit competition and who inspires us. Let's talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com so happy 200th episode sarah i paused the 200th episode just for you last week was 199b <laughs> and this week is our 200th episode oh thank you what do we do to celebrate can we get some like fun celebratory music you know inserted Ooh. into the episode maybe carrie maybe carrie our lovely editor carrie maybe she can work on that some kind yeah. of rights free celebration noises <laughs> or something <laughs> I don't some, know what noise even what? just a horn 
or like clappers. You know, those yeah. clapping hand things. We should have come prepared for this. We were, no, we were not prepared. But but that's kind of what we do. We don't prepare, Sarah. <laughs> um, well, Maybe I raised we my bell. Like I raised my glass of seltzer. Oh, to, excellent. To I have some water. I don't even have. Perfect. <laughs> I don't even Perfect. have wine this week. Perfect. Excellent. Cheers. <laughs> we're actually drinking. Just for yeah. audience. Like we're yeah. not. <laughs> we made eye contact and we drank. Good yeah. luck. We're going to have a hundred episodes of good luck now. So, okay. This is completely unrelated, but one of, one of my pet peeves in listening to the radio or listening to podcasts is when somebody has a really wet mouth oh. and it, it sounds like they're like eating mac and cheese, like mac and cheese noises. When then the mic's like a really, really good mic and it's picking things up. Does that- I don't know. Yes. And it drives me insane. The other day I was listening to something on the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was the moth. Um, so people just telling stories and this person had that mac and cheese wet mouth sound, and it just drove me insane where I had to turn the radio all the way down because I couldn't handle that. <laughs> and like my biggest fear in having a podcast is that I secretly have that wet mouth. So I Ooh. hopefully now that I just drank something, I don't. I Okay. I'll tell you if you ever have wet mouth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is like, I'm officially on wet mouth alert now. Although sometimes <laughs> on my proper mic, when I'm in the studio, mm. I sometimes hear like mouthy noises from myself that I don't really like, but I'm not really going to redo the, the whole episode. No, you would know if you had like just a really mac and cheese mouth. Yeah, I think if it lasts, like when you're saying mac, like you're like the person was talking and they continuously had that. That's yes. Like yeah. every once in a while I'll have like one noise and you can hear it on the mic and I feel a little bit like self-conscious about it, but like, I know what you're talking about. I, um, when we, when we recorded the ad for the title line podcast, I had to say the hosts of feisty media's podcasts, <laughs> there were like three plurals in a row and it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> it felt really weird about how it sounded, but I had to be like, grammatically correct so I, I had like I just was having a moment like every time I listen to it I'm like oh man yeah that's that's a lot of s's yes <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of which now hopefully we <laughs> this is quite the introduction we have a voicemail <laughs> so hopefully his uh hopefully his what do you call it like your boosh you're like <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hopefully his mouth is dry. <laughs> Roll the voicemail. Hey, Sarah and Sarah. It's the Ninja Voicemailer. Um, I wanted to leave a message. And first, because I haven't in a while. And second, because you asked for it. And third, because it's your 200th episode. Um, again, sort of. Uh, but congratulations on 200 fantastic episodes. It's it's really been such a pleasure um, listening to you two and, and really enjoying the podcast. Um, I also wanted to wish Sarah Truly massive congratulations on that epic win at Equin 70.3. Uh, it's really great to, to see you back and see you back in such a massively dominant way. Um, so congratulations on the win. See, now, now our, our listeners are going to feel very, I don't know, very 
concerns that they're if they leave a voicemail, we're going to assess their the the, the wetness of their mouths. Um, but ninja voicemail, thank you so much. That was a very not wet mouth. <laughs> we judge you as not wet mouth. <laughs> thank you for the congrats on the podcast and for listening. And we we love how short and sweet those voicemails are. We've mm-hmm. missed you. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and thanks for the kudos on the win. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah, I want to hear all about this race. So you, I was like typical Sarah, like that was like, that was my first reaction to your, you're like so low key, you're flying under the radar. You're like here on the podcast, going like, I don't know if I could fit my training in. Da, 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 da. And then just like, boom, like out of the gates, winning a race. Again, like, explain yourself, Sarah. <laughs> well, I, I honestly didn't know. Uh, I'll put it this way. Okay. When you're feeling pretty confident about your fitness, you're like, okay, I'm going to fly down, like spending little money is not a big deal because I'm totally going to make it back. Instead, I, this is the gauge of where I felt fitness wise is that I drove over 11 hours. It took me over 11 hours down there. (laughs) Yeah. I stayed at a hotel that was 45 minutes away because it was way cheaper only stayed two nights and then after the race I'm like okay time to drive home uh, <laughs> were you like you had to say extra time because you won you're like darn it I won no I no so I I didn't go to the award ceremony because it was at four and I'm like I just do not want to spend another night in a hotel and spend that money uh, <laughs> but for me that was a real that was a real like I honestly didn't know right. that I was in better shape than I thought. Um, yeah. I, I've been on a structured training program since I think April. So it's not been mm-hmm. that long. You know, I was training before, but it wasn't super targeted. Like let's get in race shape. Uh, and this was kind of the soonest I felt like I could put together a pretty good race, but yeah, it's nice. It's nice to come away with a good one. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay. Made so the drive home a little easier. <laughs> 11 hours. Well, the way back it was 10. Cause I didn't get stuck in traffic. Okay. Well, it's only 10. Um, so tell me like at which point, like, you know, I believe you that you went in, not sure about your fitness, whatever, but like, when did you during the race go, Oh, I might be able to win this. Uh, when I crossed the line. <laughs> Oh, really? I guess there was someone charging. There was someone running really fast. I, I wasn't that worried about it. Like I, I knew, I knew I had enough time at the, cause it was two loops out and backs. The nice thing about out and backs is you, you can gauge how far people are, but probably four or five miles into the run. Like my, my left calf was feeling a little crampy. But then all of a sudden it totally seized up and I'm like, ah, what do I do now? So I stop and like kind of stretch it out a little bit. I'm like, I'll get, I guess I just have to like hobble through this. And were you in the um, lead at this point? Yeah. Like, right. I'm like, I can't, I can't stop. And the, it was funny because it was right in front of some volunteers and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of hobble. Then I start running again and they start cheering and they're so pumped. Like, <laughs> I love that. And it's, it's amazing. It's even more amazing because you're in the lead, right? 
Well, they were very excited the second lap because, you know, they saw me go through this moment where it's like, ooh, but it, you know, the, I, I had the mindset where I just need to keep going. And if I do a little damage, then, you know, so be it, but I'll just keep running through it, which I, I realized, okay, if he was an Ironman, no way I would have been able to get through the run. Um, right. So yeah, honestly, like I, I didn't know if it had cramped up to that extent again, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I would have won. <laughs> right. So yeah. Yeah. Dr- drama, drama. I love this. I love this. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like, or maybe you just don't pay attention, but do you feel like there were some people who were like, you know, it's been almost two years since your kid was born who were like questioning whether like you were going to come back and do you feel like oh. you just like, like just were like arrived, just boom. Drop the them. mic. No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of the best case scenario, right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, even, even from friends, they're, they're like, yeah, I'm just assuming you're not coming back and you're, you know, saying you're trading. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I would rather on, you know, under promise over deliver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Like if, if you had asked me, like we, we sit down and record this podcast every week, but like, I would have been like, I don't know if she's fit or not. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know yeah. either. Right. <laughs> that's probably why. What chance do I have if you don't know? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm very happy for you. So what's next on your race plan? Uh, I think I'm going to do Lake Placid next month. Oh, um, Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That's the plan, at least. Yeah. So that's sorry. That's soon, right? End of July. Mm-hmm. End of July. Oh, it's it's only June. Okay, so yeah. like five, six weeks away. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I I haven't done any runs over I think thirteen miles. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Although you've got it in your legs, like I don't know. I I sort of had that like experiment of one when I. Uh, stopped training and then just did CrossFit. Actually, I, I stopped training for triathlon. I did one year of running only and not any training running, just jogging. <laughs> and then I started CrossFit, but then like, I still maintained like that fitness that I had, that mu- all the muscle memory and everything, even though I wasn't doing any triathlon at all. Like I would sit on that, the like CrossFit bike for a minute at a time, or like do 400 meter runs during a and CrossFit like workout, you know, I would go for a jog, whatever, but I managed to maintain it. I could still run like pretty well. And now it's start, it's like starting to decline now. Also I'm getting older. Right. So, but, um, that like all that muscle memory you have all of, like, it's just gonna, you'll be able to use that to your advantage. I think. I mean, it's going to be another, just wait and see. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I trust, I trust my coach. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the bottom line. Really important. Yeah. Now, more importantly, I want to hear about your CrossFit competition. (laughs) More importantly, the local competition (laughs) in which I finished fifth. I'm more interested in that. (laughs) (laughs) We were laughing because my friend was laughing. She texted me. She's like, did you come, did you do better than 45,000? Which was like where I finished in like the CrossFit open a couple of years ago. 
Because <laughs> you're compared to like everyone in the, in the world. It was oh, hilarious. Brutal. I, was, I was 45,000th and something. <laughs> That's better than I would be. So <laughs> you can't. I'm impressed. Yeah, there you go. I'm on the scoreboard. But no, this, it was really fun. Just like a local competition, you know, um, I was in the intermediate category. Actually, the, my gym did really well, like t- the top two teams in the, the RX division, which is kind of like, it's not quite an elite division because they're not actually elite CrossFitters, but they're like, that's the highest division in this competition and they finished the top two teams. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, Scott uh, and I, Scott, my partner and I did, um, we were 15th out of 20 intermediate teams. <laughs> so and I think below we had, average we potentially had more fun than <laughs> oh I'm sure team. you did I but, I bet I bet you crushed the cardio <laughs> well, I always crushed the cardio so we had so one of the the last event actually was like there was three events over the course of like one was that we did one at nine one at 10 30 and then one at one um, and the last event was just a total score running score and one of the things you had to do was double unders which is like jump rope you know what double unders are I have no idea um you okay, say so that like I know CrossFit okay you know what jump <laughs> jump rope is like skipping jump rope I've seen it done before okay so you know when you're like a kid in the playground and it's like skipping like it's like jump rope yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 okay. I know what a jump rope is okay hold on sorry we're gonna have to pause here okay listeners you missed it, but you, cause obviously you can't see what's going on. Uh, Sarah's just having a very stern conversation with her daughter <laughs> who was in the kitchen and there was, I, I don't know, furrowed brow. There was some gesticulating. She was in serious, <laughs> like serious mom mode. Yeah. And I, I didn't get to hear what was going on because, you know, she muted herself, but I, I, I think, you know, I got to experience Sarah doing something I haven't seen before, which is like, this is like setting a boundary. Yeah. Mom (laughs) boss, mom Mom. boss. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. Um, Okay. About the CrossFit competition. So yeah, there was one, oh, we were talking about um, skipping. Jump Jump rope. Okay. So double unders are like the rope has to go under your feet twice for one jump. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the long and the short of it is I'm fairly good at it right but that your score was like the by comparison to other things in crossfit like there's other things i'm shit at i'm not bragging that's just you know whatever i'm just good at it and so and so we like this the total score was like it was just like every rep counted as one so like there were some other things where you might get 20 reps in a minute or something like that but i can literally like if i'm going well i could do like 80 or 100 reps of of double unders in a minute so like we had this whole strategy for me to just be like we're doing like all out double unders except that like people who have done double unders before we've done crossfit and who are moms will know is that like sometimes the risk is that you might um pee on yourself during (laughs) during double unders i have never peed on myself during double unders until this (laughs) until this weekend there was a lot of a line Sarah because we didn't want to come last (laughs) I needed to to pull my weight on the double unders so like you know and you don't really know what's happening because all you just feel is like a little bit of warm like you don't know and I kind of thought oh you probably can't see much in these pants but like I don't know um because I was wearing orange tights anyway so 
turns out it was fine. Like you couldn't really see it. I don't think anyone noticed. And I laughed about it with my friends after, but um, who as like a lot of them who are moms, like I like only have one kid. Right. So like, doesn't happen to me, but that often, but like, you know, I have a friend at CrossFit who's like got four kids and she's like, Oh yeah, I pee every time, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> and so and so it's like fairly normal. Like we know that, that this- puddle is not sweat. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so afterwards I go to this is this is actually going to circle right back to the pink car stories earlier, but I I like I go to the car to change my pants, right? And like Scott, who's my partner, is like a uh, co-ed. You have to have a co-ed team. Is that even a word now? You have to have yeah. a mixed gender team. Yeah, mixed gender. Um, so like Scott was my partner. And so like his whole like support crew, right? Just happened to be like, like leaving because we had, that was our last event. And so like they were walking past like a pack of like eight people who I had just met and had like lovely conversations with are going to walk by my car. And I've got the seat like back I've got my tights, like my like leggings, like around my ankles. I have, I have like a sweatshirt over my waist because I'm about to change into different pants. And I see them coming and I'm like, oh shit. And <laughs> Jamie's in the car beside me. And I'm like, maybe they won't notice me. And then I'm like, oh fuck. Of course they're going to notice me. I'm in a freaking pink car. <laughs> first time I've ever been like I don't want to be like everything about it is compromising <laughs> you know anyway I don't know if they I rolled up the window because the window was down I like, <laughs> rolled up the window and I'm looking Jamie like this way and then um anyway they kind of like I don't know if they saw that my pants were around my ankles or that I like whatever like I don't know if I'm pretty sure they looked at the car because who doesn't look at a pink car um or maybe they didn't I don't know. Anyway, they walked past and I managed to get through that. It was the funniest moment. It was oh like, wow, gosh. this is turning into like an epic adventure. Um, anyway, so that's how hard I worked. And later Jamie was like, I think he's like, we would have, <laughs> he's like, I think you could say you worked hard when you peed yourself. Like, nice. Well, but you had fun. <laughs> <laughs> minus, minus that incident. Obviously. You didn't end up bleeding. So that's also good. Wait, is that part of CrossFit? <laughs> nope, not, not necessarily. Although there was like rope climbs involved. So like sometimes oh. you can get rope burn or something. I have ended up bleeding when I ripped my hands on the bar, like from doing pull-ups or um, just like a lot of bar work. Like you can rip open okay. your hands, which I have done before in a competition. Um, did, did Scott pull his weight? Yeah. Yeah. He okay. did all the rope climbs. Um, a lot of the stuff, there was like synchro moves involved. So it's kind of fun because you have to be doing it at the same time. It's quite fun. Does he go to the same gym as you? Is that how you I'm, pair? He them? goes to okay. a couple different gyms in town and he goes yeah. a couple times a week to the same gym. Nice. So, well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Fun yeah. Times. Did you have like matching outfits? Yeah, we had pink. <gasps> uh, not pink orange shorts like I had uh three-quarter leggings okay. tights do we call them leggings or tights I never know um and then he had orange shorts on and we had feisty shirts he represented he represented feisty. oh I think I saw a photo of that okay mm-hmm. yeah. I like it yeah mm-hmm. and it wait you had orange tights that didn't show up that you kind of they're like they're like lululemon so they have two um sides to them and actually they were like they weren't actually orange tights they were like blue and orange tights that were inside out because Mm. it was just plain the lining was orange and I wanted orange so I was like actually wearing inside out tights 
<laughs> but like blue, darker blue, like on the inside. So sure. I think I got away with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone would tell me if I didn't, but I did ask Jamie, the most unobservant person. No, he's not. I shouldn't say that, but he's not like, I wouldn't expect him to observe that anyway. Like someone would have to be like looking at your crotch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Well, I'm glad you didn't get caught changing in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was great. Good time, um, Joel. I love the fact that Jamie was there to support you too. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah it was really fun. Um, it was cool too. Cause it's like, it's like the opposite. I laugh. It's like the opposite of going to a triathlon. Like, because you don't, you, you mostly sit around <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and chat with people. Right. Like yeah. we're like there for like the same length of time as you might be for, in this case, a half, like from nine till one or like in sometimes an Ironman, like I've been at events where I started eight in my last things at four, mm-hmm. right. That's like an Ironman day, but you're doing like three or four things. And then the rest of the time you're sitting around. So like the events were like, one is one was 12 minutes, eight minutes, 12 minutes. So it's a lot of just hanging out. Yeah. This is very much hanging out, which is totally my thing right now so I like it I like it <laughs> yep so we, we obviously both had <laughs> one of us had a more winning weekend than the other but that's okay <laughs> well I peed myself too so we have that in common <laughs> I was well hydrated on the bike yeah I mean if you to- oh yeah because you yeah. do like as part of this as part of like the bike ride like I was just, you know, towards the end, I'm like, well, got to do it now rather than when I'm running. So right. yeah, just lift a cheek. It's all good. Just like, whatever. Yeah. I forgot yeah, about that aspect of triathlon. <laughs> yeah. It's, I guess it's different. Like when you're out in the wild on the bike, you feel like it's like a little bit more. Well, it's also raining. So right. you know, just yeah. kind of. Excellent. So that's what we have in common for this weekend. <laughs> we both beat ourselves. We both beat exercise. Ourselves. Okay. And on that note, let's take a little break. <laughs> we'll be right back. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y.
As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good, and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The Amino Co's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that Amino Co's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 2.30 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. Okay, so Sarah, this today's Friday. So yesterday we would have done our big launch for the nine voices for title nine podcast, which I know I'm stoked about my whole team stoked about. I hope that our listeners enjoyed our, um, what do you call it? Trailer that we put on the show last week. Uh, cause I know we were just like, all of us were so thrilled. Like I was, I was so excited for your interview with Joan. Um, and I was excited to talk to Bobby, which obviously I've shown that excitement um, a lot. So well, what, what I think is pretty cool is all the connections. So like Bobby, for example, the, the woman you interviewed, she, you talked about how she made the statue and Joan has one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they were, she made three of them, I think for, um, uh, the first Olympic marathon. Uh, I don't know where I read that, but, but yeah, Joan has that statue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really neat. I think it's that same exact one. All I know is that she designed a statue and yeah. Yeah. Cool, right? Yeah, that is so cool. Connections. Yeah, the connections. Um, yeah, a couple things like, you know, like a couple things is already thematically things that are coming out. Cause we were like, okay, first of all, we have seven hosts doing nine interviews. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Celine Yager, who's a host of Hit Play Not Pause, and I are doing like an intro and outro for every episode right so we're like looking for themes as we kind of and so we've recorded the first one dropped yesterday when you're listening to this but we've recorded three intros already um and it's funny how you can start to see like the types of people who like the types of women who stand up to try to make change like they make similar observations and like one thing is that like like both bobby and like wendy mink who was talking about her mother um patsy like realized that there were what do you call it that there were like multi like there were like expectations on women 
that were going to like, that they watched in their own generation, they watched with their mother, and then they like were going to be repeated, right? If they like, if they didn't do something about it. And so like, and so they like, that was a kind of realized like they wanted to break this like intergenerational pattern, you know? Um, and make more opportunities for women, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then the other thing is, oh yeah, just like that constant thing of like asking like those women asking us or being grateful to us for like keeping the torch alive kind of thing. Like, you know, like Bobby was definitely like that. You could see, you could hear like Wendy being the same way, like knew that her like mother was like asking her to continue on with the, with the good work. (laughs) you know? Oh, wow. Um, that's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Sarah, who do you have people who, or do you have women who inspire you to keep moving forward? Yeah. I think, um, my sister and my sister-in-law, like both of them are super badass in their own ways. And I think the biggest thing is just like realizing that, uh, mother I can be a mom and be ambitious and it you know the what I want to do professionally like that's separate um yeah it's I think it's it's such a tough how how we see motherhood it's like totally individual and you make it what you want it to be I think that's the big takeaway that I've gotten from both of them where mm. I can I can carve out whatever path I want and I feel totally empowered to do that because I've seen they go about their their professional lives and their personal lives like in a way that suits them mm-hmm. um and I just have to figure out what works for me and you know I'm I'm still new to this journey but it's it's great to have rule models to make me realize that, you know, I can continue being an athlete. I can continue doing the things I want to do. Um, and just like, I don't feel any sort of restriction. And I think that's, it's so nice to be in an age where we, we feel empowered to kind of carve our own path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky that way. And like, in a way it's like, because of it will, you know, it, not in a way in almost always it's because of the women that came before. Totally. Us, totally. You know, um, yeah. who like didn't have opportunities even necessarily to be educated at the time. Right. Like when you think about title nine, like it's about creating equal opportunity in, in educational, like in government funded education programs. So like, wow. You know, where like I went to university and felt like I could study whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, and that's just like a shift in one generation. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely mind blowing to think that I have not felt as though being a woman has impeded my ability to pursue what I want uh, as an athlete or as a student, you know, and it's, it is because of all those women. <laughs> yeah. It's because, you know, in huge part because of that legislation. Yeah. We just take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely something I've, I, I, I think I, I think I already appreciated that to some extent, but just talking to people directly about it and understanding that. I mean, sports bras, 
We take that for granted. I know. Little things like that. Yes. No, totally. Um, How how about you? Who, who would you say is a big, big inspiration for you? Oh, I struggle so much with this, with the inspiration question, because Mm -hmm. I always like think of like, it's the most recent person I talked to is is always like, so me, I mean, you. I mean, you won a a half Iron Man. You just like showed them all. You were just like hiding in the sidelines. People said you weren't coming back. And that's true. Sarah, true. They should have known. They should have never underestimated you. (laughs) Um, I mean, a little bit. I do love that. Like, I love like your, like your humility and your approach, right? Um, To that whole, like, that whole process um because I know you're just like you're training and you're just doing your best and however that stacks up on the day it's like you know I get that vibe like it's gonna be okay um so you I think you definitely pulled that off um and uh yeah no I think who do I want to say I think right now I'm gonna say like some of the being we 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 have our office at this co-working space called Quench and there's a lot of startups there, um, including Quench itself, um, which is like a funded startup that they're trying to create um, a different, like a, basically they're trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? Create multiple Quenches. Um, Franchise. (laughs) Franchise. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, And so like, and so I watch, like, I, I have the opportunity to see, like, a couple other, like, female CEOs, like, in action every day. Um, and that definitely helps me a lot to be, like, okay. Or, like, you know, my, my mentor, Sage, who's been helping me, like, also, like, just, like, a badass woman. Um, watching those people in action and their, like, competence. And I think, okay, like, they're, I, I like, identify with them and I have some place to look to go like there's people standing with me here you know so um yeah that's awesome can you use them as a sounding board like do you have the sorts of conversations or is it more just from a distance uh the ones the couple at quench I'm thinking of like the owner and then um there's a couple women who run like one who runs a media company um it's more like from a distance like we have like we chat or sometimes we'll laugh about things like we'll have a little conversation about like how we do our schedules or like, like we have like relatable experiences, you know? Um, Whereas like Sage is like a, an advisor where we have like a, it's almost like, I kind of almost need that to have that relationship, that mentorship relationship is like, it's, it's already identified as mentorship so that, and she's kind of agreed to it. Like she's in an advisory role. So then I can like be in kind of a one, a more one-sided relationship there um, where she's helping me more than I'm helping her. Um, so that's helpful too, because then you have someone just to throw stuff at and go, Hey, what do you think about this? Or I'm trying to solve this business problem. Here we go. Awesome. Well, geez, do, do we have anything else on the list? I think I'm going to go, um, help my kid make some dinner. I'm really in big trouble here. <laughs> oh, is that what was going on? Was she making her own dinner and just, yeah, oh, right. I'm starving her right now, apparently. Oh my word. Well, we don't want her to be starving. So <laughs> I hope motherhood. that you- I hope that you have a very nice dinner with her and that she's not too upset with you. Yeah, Uh, we'll be okay. (laughs) We'll get through this. (laughs) Oh, totally. Thanks for listening to our official 200th episode. Send us voicemails. We love hearing from you. And until next week, stay feisty, stay rad.